Welcome to the Unleashed Mindset. This is the place to be to open up your mind and challenge your thinking to set yourself free. Freedom is our goal and our priority, so let's go get it. Alright guys, welcome to the Unleashed Mindset. My name's Latch Velikov and today I feel like this this episode should inspire you quite a lot just because it will sort of get rid of your basic biggest excuse or this perception that you need money to invest or you need money to do this and that but in reality you don't actually need any money right you, all you need is a skill and knowledge then you can leverage other people's money so that's what I'm going to sort of go into today I'm going to go into how you can apply it to property to trading to business and I mean it'll probably apply to everything else as well but that's the three things I'm going to go into and before I get into it look I'm not a property expert at all but what I'm, I'm looking what I am looking to do sorry is to get people to specialize and I'll be that angel investor I talk about so yeah without any more waiting I guess how does it work now think about it right typically you would need a mortgage down payment like a deposit for about 30 to 40k obviously it varies between area and the type of house and all of that stuff but for this example purpose i'm just going to use 48,000 just because it does the maths easier so 48,000 deposit right and um now you've got to pay your mortgage so let's just assume this mortgage is 1.5k a month which isn't too unreasonable so what i'm trying to do here is i'm trying to give you examples of numbers they're very rough they're not as realistic as they should be but it's for the example purposes and obviously if you actually know your stuff inside out then you can actually apply real numbers to it so assuming you've got 1.5k mortgage per month then we have other expenses that come with it so whether it's electricity or water bills and all them things that come into play well you want to take into account them as well so let's say we add another 200 pounds on top of that so bring us up to 1.7 we want a property management fee because realistically you don't want to deal with tenants you don't well you know that's down to you at the end of the day but i prefer not to so i'd pay for property management so add another 200 a month and then you want to take into account other expenses or random costs which you sort of average out so say for example there's like a boiler breaking right the boiler break doesn't occur every month but you want to say put aside say 100 a month or whatever figure there is um, to basically account for these little things or whether your tenants are not there for a month or something like that right so that's 200 200 and 100 added to the mortgage payment of 1.5 we've got a total of expenses of 2k a month which is fine it's fairly reasonable number right i'm just giving you very basic examples but what if we actually have tenants who are paying 2.5k a month right now now basically you're just making 500 pounds clean and the only catch here is you've actually used your money to deposit this for the for the house you've put this 48k down yourself from your own money from your own account and you've put it down which means it doesn't make the deal as good as it could be 
So the way you can actually go around this is actually find an investor to invest in you in the deal and then you get a percentage of that. So the way it would work is something like this. So say you go up to an investor and you pitch it like this. So look, I want 48K in exchange for 5% per year. Um, your money's going into property, so it's safe-ish. Here's the deal. Um, here's the way it's structured. Here's my exit plan of the deal. All of that stuff. So you take into account, you present your deal to the investor. And what they do then is they agree with with it in theory right so they agree with it and then you got to pay five percent per year to your investor well five percent of forty eight thousand is 2.4k a year so that averages out to 200 a month so what that does is that adds to your expenses right your mortgage your property management fee all of them things so now your expenses are 2.2k and your rental income is 2.5 so you're only earning 300 in comparison to the 500 but you've got no money in this deal at all you're basically risk-free so you see the way you can actually work around these things and basically get creative as long as you find these good deals and you just need a skill and obviously that's much easier i mean much harder than i've made it look but that's the general concept it's just one strategy which you can use if you go into property investment, if you go into specializing in that section, that's what you can do. And like I said, it will take for you to learn how to structure the deals, the expenses, the research, all of them things. It's not as easy as I made it sound, but it's, it's just that general knowledge. And hopefully that sort of opens up your mind to what you can just do with no money. Right? You don't have 48,000 to just throw it randomly. I don't have 48,000 and it's, I, I wouldn't even want to if I did have it just because if I can work around it smarter, I'd rather have the 300 pound clean rather than the 500 pound with my money locked up in the property. So there's one scenario, one type you can do. Um, the next one is very similar and it's called sourcing, which basically means you structure the deal just like we structured it with expenses, rent, um, interest, all of them things taken into account and you end up selling the deal. So you can be like, oh, look, Latch, I've got this deal for you in property. Here's the deal. Here's what it looks like. Here's the expected return per year, per month, all of them things. And if you want this deal, pay up an upfront fee. And typically these fees are a few thousand pounds i'm willing to say about three to five thousand obviously it's going to vary depending on the deal but you're basically just selling a deal so you can easily do that again you don't need money to sell the deal right you just need the skill to research the properties research the things so i do believe in property investment it's not something i'm specializing personally i just don't feel like it's my personal strength the whole research aspect of it the whole viewings and all of that stuff but what i am looking to do is actually have people that specialize in property down the line and then i'll be that investor i'll happily throw my money for a set amount of return or just to diversify my portfolio whether it's uh, income from trading or business well i want some property income as well so that's just my view on it personally but what i am looking to do is trading related so what i'm looking to do there is manage money and it's a very similar concept it's much more simpler i currently trade a 2.5k account 
and 30% a year is considered a very good well good year so if I make 30% then I only make about 750 pounds per year and we both know that it's not enough that's nowhere near enough for me to live off or survive or do anything with but the whole thing is you can actually have a track record and you can go up to an investor but like, look here's my track record here's what I've done before here's what I'm expected to do I can provide you say 30% a year this this that and you go up to an investor and you get 250k and it sounds like a lot but in reality if you're returning 30% a lot of people would be willing to throw money at you doesn't necessarily have to be one investor it could be multiple investors of 50k or however much but let's just say you get 250,000 for an investment and now if you're producing 30% a year that's 75,000 pounds now it's not all going to go to you you're going to take commission off that typically about say 30 to 50% so realistically from that 75,000 you can get 30 of it clean for yourself and you've got no money of your own at risk which is a positive um Obviously, there's going to be a negative coming with it as well. There's that external pressure that investors always going to be on your case. Like, oh, how's my money doing every week, every month, every quarter? There's going to be that pressure. But if you can sort of go around it somehow and manage that, then it's a good way to do it. Because as bad as it sounds, right, if you lose your money, you're not losing your money. Oh, well, if you lose the money in trading you're not losing your money in this case because you're losing someone else's now it's not a good feeling and you're gonna have a contract set and all of them things but if you do it on a let's say win like commission basis on just wins so if i don't make money i don't get commission then it's in your best interest to win so creating these win-win opportunities for yourself for your investor applies to everything and just in general you just have to create them win-win opportunities and the same thing goes for businesses as well if you think about it so what do you actually do when you buy a share in a stock right what you do is you're actually just lending money to the business so if I buy a bunch of shares say worth a hundred thousand pounds well what I'm doing there is I'm lending that money to or I'm giving that money to the business to grow to expand in order for their share price to go up and then I sell so that's basically the theory behind it I guess I don't know how to explain it but they're using that hundred thousand pounds to create new products to just expand their business to promote all of them things just to improve their business so why can't you do that yourself now I'm not saying you have to go public no but if you have a business and it's a startup and your company you've got the plan like yeah, obviously it has to have a plan ideally if you have credibility behind you past business experience and all of them things it would help a lot right it's, it's a bit different if i go up to an investor like oh can i have a hundred thousand pounds for this business where i've got no real business experience like managing and operating a business none of them things but if i've got this credibility behind me it'll be easier to do that so what you can do then is be like look i'm looking for x amount of money and what I offer in return is either just a set percentage, so you can be like, look, 10% a year, 5% a year, 15, whatever percent you want to guarantee them, I guess. And there's that option, or you could just do it in exchange for some shares in the company. So for me, that's probably the smartest thing to do as 
an individual because I personally prefer to have, let's say, 50% of a business with 100k funding and a mentor and all of them things compared to 100% of my own business right now because it's not going to be well funded, it's not going to have that much experience, it's not going to have the mentorship and guidance needed. So the chances of success are much lower than the other um, scenario. So yeah, I think that wraps it up for today, I guess. Hopefully it has inspired you and is the biggest excuse. Everyone's out there like, oh, I don't have money. How can I do this? I don't have money. Well, all it takes is for you to actually just commit into your own education, into your own self I guess and just improve and there's so many ways to work around this it, it, it will apply to anything you just have to get creative and you need to leverage your skill for their money and then create a win-win situation and yeah should work I guess so yeah like I said hopefully that inspires you I'm just sharing all I've got all the knowledge I've got basically that's what I'm just doing I'm just dashing it out and yeah that's it I guess so yeah in a bit